0: Oh, and welcome to another episode of The Advantage. I'm your host Michael Fiddle. Today is Friday, December 8th, and on today's podcast, we are talking week 14 best bets and a little bit of a slate breakdown. I will go into some of the numbers and some of the games I don't have bets on, but I certainly will specify those that I do have action on. I am going to try and do this slate breakdown in about 10-15 minutes max. I'm going to try and fly through this. This is going to be part 1 of a two-part podcast. I already spoke to Mike Lefemina in a 45-minute conversation about the DFS board breakdown. So in hopes that you spend about an hour with me to learn about best bets and the DFS board, here we go. We are going to be talking about a bunch of these games. Let's start with the Rams at the Ravens. Big game for the Rams, but the Ravens are a minus 7.5. Clear weather brewing for this game. It looks like it's going to be windy and rainy. We've seen movement towards the under, likely because the weather. The line has stuck at minus 7.5. This certainly qualifies as a Wong teaser leg to bring that 7.5 down to a 1.5 and just hope pretty much the Ravens just end up winning the game outright. Of course, that presents better value in finding another teaser leg than taking the minus 360 on the money line. Kind of complicated, but if you equate two spreads and bring them down in Wong teaser legs, they're each worth minus 260 and you end up paying minus 120. That's a little bit complicated for the start of this pod, but Ravens fit as a Wong teaser leg, but the Rams might be playing desperate and hungry and seem to be playing well. They just took down the Ravens division rival in the Cleveland Browns. And I kind of like the Rams at the 7.5. No action in that game for me. Panthers Saints, no action. Don't want to talk about it colts Bengals. This is a fun one to talk about. The Bengals are a major sharp side of this game. They opened as the underdog. They are now bet out to be a home favorite. They are going to be running with Jake Browning, who I think impressed everyone on Monday night against the Bengals, keep uh, against the Jaguars. Keep in mind the Bengals are going to be playing on a short week, but they are the massive, massive, massive sharp side of this game. So if you want to follow the sharp action, you take the Bengals. You, if you wonder if the value is lost, maybe on the flip side of that, the Colts do fit also a long teaser leg, bringing that plus 1.5 up to plus 7.5. And let me tell you. Wong teasers that have flipped through the zero, so the Colts opening as a road road favorite, then the line movement bringing them to an underdog in a long zone, and then boosting that through the three seven has been the most profitable teaser leg this season. We see it with the Indianapolis Colts this week, so that presents a lot of value now that that's sitting at the one point five. The concept of that, I think, this game opened at Bengals uh, plus two, Colts minus two, so there's already been three and a half points of movement from the two to the one and a half. And then you can six point tease that 1.5 to 7.5. And you're essentially getting nine and a half points from the opening line of movement, but you're only paying for a six point tease and you're doing it through the Wong teaser numbers. So yeah, that would probably be the best angle for this game, but damn, there are some sharp action on the Bengals. Uh, Jags. Cleveland Browns, no bets this game. A lot of this hinges on some injury news. Is Amari Cooper playing? How much does that affect the line really? Is Trevor Lawrence playing? And it seems like he is going to. I'm going to talk about that in a look ahead at the end of the podcast. But Jaguars plus three, uh, I just think that's fairly priced with Lawrence probably going to play. First bet that I do have on the board that I'm going over is the Atlanta Falcons minus 2.5. Let's just say it outright. It's not a fiddle picks pod. Unless it's unless I'm on Falcons 2.5, uh, at DraftKings it's actually 1.5. So I don't have the best line, which irks me. Of course, the difference between 1.5 and 2.5 through the two is worth about six cents. So it's really not a drastic difference. Whereas onto the three and through the three, it's worth about 22 cents. So I'm not really having lost that much value despite having a negative one CLV. I will tell you, I don't think that minus 1.5 is lasting on. DraftKings right now. 50% of the bets, 76% of the money. It does seem that this is a sharp side. We do check the FanDuel odds, and there's more money on the Tampa side, but that makes more sense because they have a better Tampa line. The place that is putting the Falcons line at 1.5 is getting hammered, and I don't expect it to last very long. Uh, Let's talk about the Bears-Lions. Now let's skip it. I think it's an overspot, if anything. Houston texans jets Line is down to 33 and a half. I grabbed the under 37 at the start of the week. I think this calls for some playback and trying to find a 32 and a half in the market where I know it was earlier. Uh, I actually kind of sneakily like an over 32 and a half. I have an under 37 brewing. 37 is a key number in the 30s. 33 is a key number in the 30s. Those two numbers are the most common outcomes for NFL totals that land in the 30s. Why? 2013, 2017. Not too hard to figure out. Uh, Very common NFL outcomes. That's why when we see these low scoring games, we see them ending 33 or 37, having an already under 37 position and then being able to play back a potential over 32.5 if it's still on the board. I think it is. uh, That's very intriguing because you have a Key number through the middle, a push number on the other side of the middle. And even though 34, 35, 36 are, I don't consider them key numbers. I mean, you could still certainly get an outcome on those spots. I mean, how rare would a 20 to 16 game be, right? 2013, then just add a field goal. Um, San Francisco 49ers, similar position to my Falcons ticket. I, uh... I'm on minus 11.5, home against the Seahawks. It's at minus 10.5. I'm still okay. I would definitely still play the Falcons, and I'm still okay with playing the 49ers. You're getting better numbers than me, which is great, but you're also potentially on the wrong side of the market because you know the sharp action's probably on the other side a little bit, or the big money's coming in on the other side. I'll tell you two things. CLV is put egg on my face all throughout the the NFL season. I still find it very valuable. I'm going to stay stubborn to my beliefs. But this uh, moving through the 11, also not a key move. So moving through the two, moving through the 11, not a big deal. Uh, I still like the San Francisco 49ers. Seahawks played really well on offense against the Dallas Cowboys last weekend. But the Dallas Cowboys defense is starting to mount up some injuries. And I fear that they are not the unit we once thought they were. Uh, The Vikings are taking on the Raiders. This is the game where Justin Jefferson is coming back. I think his officially being active moved the line to the three. Raiders started taking steam at the three. Another one where I grabbed the 2.5, but I teased it up. I teased it with the Broncos from two and a half to eight and a half. So I have two lines sitting at plus eight and a half. It's not great to have a ticket move to three. And in theory, I could have grabbed the plus three straight up instead of the plus 2.5 for half a unit. And I could have also teased, I mean, I wouldn't have teased it to nine at that point. So we'll see how this game ends. Maybe I'll get lucky that I pushed it to 8.5. Generally, I don't care too much about line movement when I'm teasing numbers through walks. It's not that big of a deal. It's being priced half a point differently, but I still have this half a point on my side. So it's really, and then you think about it from the other direction, where we just talked about how, the Colts situation where they open as a do- they open as a road favorite, they become a dog and then you tease them through long numbers as a dog. This is getting very technical in my terms. I hope you guys are all following. Then that becomes the most valuable type of teaser. So that actually flies in the face of teasing with line movement. So this is teasing against line movement because you're actually getting nine and a half points from the opening line. Like we talked about, this is a situation where the line has moved against me. I could have teased it even further, but I wouldn't have done it because I wouldn't have brought a three to a nine. There's no point in doing that. You bring a two and a half to an eight and a half. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, Broncos was the other leg that I teased that with. I love the Broncos and teaser. This team is playing great football. The chargers are playing shitty football. You think the chargers look good against the Patriots because they won 6-0? I don't, uh, Broncos, I thought they even looked good against the Texans, even though they couldn't pull off that game. They had a game-winning drive to take care of it. They had uh, a—I felt like the Texans got a few lucky breaks in that one, too. Buffalo Bills versus Kansas City Chiefs. Philadelphia Eagles versus Dallas Cowboys. Game of the week, 425. Game of the week, 8 p.m. slate. I have no bets on either, and I just look forward to watching these games. So, I don't really see value in much of these lines. Sharp action seems to be on the Bills to beat the Chiefs. Sharp action seems to be on the Cowboys to take care of the Eagles. So, if you want to play into Bills and Cowboys and go against Eagles and Chiefs, by all means. But if you want to bet against the Eagles and, and like, the home Chiefs and you end up with egg on your face, I told you so. Uh, Tennessee Titans versus Miami Dolphins. The play here here is the over. If you can find a 46 on the board, play the over. Bunch of 46.5 showing up. I think we'll even get some 47s to show up on the board by kickoff. Uh, I like this game to be high scoring. Well, Levis has been able to to be able to throw the ball. And the Tennessee defense gets torched through the air. So expect the Dolphins to do it up really quickly. And then the Tennessee Titans to be in comeback mode on the road. They keep games close on the road. Tennessee Titans are a great road team. So, uh... I think that's a, And they're a great underdog team. So look for them to keep it close and, and move the ball well for able to come up with a nice scheme. Everyone loves Mike McDaniel and got their nerd hard-ons for Mike McDaniel's coaching when really we should be talking about cause, Vrabel because he's Steady Eddie. Look, that's the problem. I just mispronounced his name. Uh, Packers seems to be an easy choice, but I can't do it myself. And then besides that, that wraps me up for the week. I will say I want to talk about that Jaguars real quick that Trevor Lawrence injury real quick. Wow, never mind. The ja- the Jaguars were plus 6 a few minutes ago and I bet it myself, but now I can't give it out cuz it's down to 4.5 and it's totally gone. All right, forget I said that. My idea was Trevor Lawrence is clearly healthy and the game in the look ahead is priced as if he's hurt even though this one had adjusted, the other one in the look ahead had not. So, I'm lucky that I caught it, but I didn't tweet it out or whatever, so yeah, that's the problem with the mixture of content and betting. Did I bet it? Yes. Will I tell anyone I bet it who don't listen to this podcast 11 and a half minutes in? No. Anyways, that wraps me up for the week. I will make sure my best bets are posted. few spots that I have negative CLV moving through not key numbers. Not a big deal. A few spots that I have obtained CLV like that total is real nice. Of course. You either win or lose these tickets. I was handicapping this through a line movement perspective. There are lots of great other podcasts to listen to. If you want to hear about Bijan and the way that the Falcons are going to take on the Buccaneers, I more take it as there's 50% of the bets, 74% of the handle. That tells me so much more than a formation alignment could and a breakdown of that. I'll tell you, there's sharp action on the Bengals, but the Colts fit the, the best, most productive teaser leg this season. I'll tell you there's sharp action on the over in the Dolphins, Tennessee game and why it makes sense. So I hope that provided enough insight. Hope you can get some best bets and I hope you win them all. I hope you listen to my DFS podcast with Mike coming up in part two. Peace out.